Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. Uh, my name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. It's me. <laughs> we have an amazing episode for you guys uh, uh, this week. We're super excited to be doing it. Uh, hey, Marshall. Um, yeah? In a heist, uh, who? what guy would you be? Like, would you be, like, the guy who wears disguises? Would you be the getaway driver? Would you be the... Uh, um, sort of like a leader of it like how, where do you put yourself in like a like a oceans 11 based on my experience just like in the workplace mm-hmm. i think i think while the plan was going down before roles were specifically assigned like like yeah. you know so like we don't have a driver yet because driver comes along like towards the end of the heist you know yeah, you yeah know? for sure but it's like but it's like it's like when it's like the big brains at the top are kind of talking and planning the bare bones structure i feel like they'd there'd be kind of an unspoken thing where they'd be like yeah marshall's in charge just like it's them planning the heist and then they just look over at you just like vaping and playing runescape exactly like. <laughs> yeah exactly and it's just like it's just like it's 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 because i have like big energy when i'm in like work place things and, and yeah that's true. I, I i do i mean I, I i am good at like things like delegation and stuff like that but it's like yeah. i don't really care to have the responsibilities associated with a lot of leadership positions oh yeah for i sure. do them well yeah um but so i think that's how it would go is it's like the three of us are sitting sitting in the safe house uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh hitting a six foot tall bong because we're like real <laughs> criminals i guess um and i'm playing runescape and we're just sitting here I, we're just like oh yeah so like if we go in through the front that's where all the jewelry is so we could just like smash it and grab it and so (laughs) and then they're like okay so Marshall uh, you're just gonna be on the radios calling all the shots and I'm gonna be like what (laughs) (laughs) well at first when you described the situation I thought it would be like oh they're the the, uh, you know like the Brad Pitts and the Matt Damons and so they're all pretty confident but the way you just described them is just uh... I don't I don't well, I, 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 okay. I think, I think Hollywood has an issue, maybe glamorizing certain, certain types of crime and criminals. Yeah, that's true. Because um, I've met a lot more uh, dumb uh, criminals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and 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 the smart criminals, you'll never know as criminals, right? Yeah. That's a so, valid point, though, Marshall. So I feel like if I'm sitting in a room with RuneScape yeah. and a six-foot bong and two guys planning a heist, uh, they're going to the sound one. like that. Yeah, I am definitely the smart yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, uh, which is also why I'm assuming I'm not the leader and or involved in this heist. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Zach? <laughs> I like how I asked you. I was like, Marshall, what guy in the heist are you? And you're just like, I'm in it, but I'm also not. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just the guy who's around and like things start to kind of snowball out of my control around me and i'm just like ah guys guys i don't i don't want to leave the house tonight (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's saturday i want to stay in you know i have to leave the house every day to go to work yeah what i don't want to do that (laughs) yeah let me stay in (laughs) yeah i think i'd be the guy who dies okay yeah. What, 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 what are you doing bef- before you're the guy who dies? What's <laughs> you know, I haven't planned it out that far yet, but <laughs> uh, I, I would say like, okay, so um, in like Ocean's Eleven movies, there's like there's like a tier to them. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like I think I on on like on on wishful thinking, I would be like that Bernie Mac. Uh, sort of guy where I come in playing just the uh, like the sort of like oh I'm just trying to get a job here sort of guy but 
honestly, I think I'd be more like um, uh, like the two brothers in that movie that are just like, they're there and they get things done, but also they're just like, what the fuck are they doing half the time? I could see you as like a pack mule type. Yeah. They're like, hey, Zach, carry all the bulletproof vests. And then it's really ironic because you're covered in bulletproof vests. Yeah. And one just like shoots right between them and you're not actually wearing one. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and then, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good death. And then you're the dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> Or I'd be like uh, the dude in like Baby Driver when they're doing the Michael Myers, uh, the Mike Myers uh, uh, bank robbery, <laughs> yeah. and the guy's like, "I left my shotgun," and he's like, "He's fucking dead." I think I would probably do something really fucking stupid because even at my actual job, I fuck up a lot of things, you know. <laughs> Zach, you would. You'd show up to the heist and you'd be wearing your fucking Converse that have the the, the anti stealing tag yeah, still the on the security tag on the it. The security yeah. tag, and you'd walk into the bank and the alarm would just go off right yeah. away, and they would just pull out guns and shoot you. Yeah, <laughs> I was given those as a gift, yeah. and it's hard to be like, uh, "Hey, could you?" Uh, no, they're great shoes. You wear the hell out. If you didn't wear them so much and I clearly mean, appreciate them, I wouldn't have been able to pull that out of my pocket. So I mean, quick. the dye pack already exploded on them. So like, <laughs> did they? Yeah. So pull off. <laughs> I can if the tie packs already exploded, Zach. I can get that tag off your shoes. Oh yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's just kind of like a fun. How do you do at this point? You know? Yeah, but we walked into a Walgreens before work the other day, and the alarm went off. Zach. Yeah, it's a conversation starter. Yeah, Liter- they go. Oh, you a thief? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, no, my name is Zach Webb. I have this podcast. It's called the Ear Drunk Podcast. And then, bam, we got a new listener. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, you meet people, and then they... Uh, I, I think it really emphasizes how poor I am. Uh, that is a good point. Because I didn't steal these shoes. But also, I don't have a whole lot of shoes. <laughs> Oh, man, I feel that. I, I have a, a really nice pair of boots that I was excited because they were packed up before I moved in here. Yeah. Um, and, and I unpacked them. Yeah. And the uh, laces are completely frayed and fucked. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, shit. Yeah. To even wear the shoes that I already own, I need money. Yeah, you need like... money. <laughs> Gotta take yourself down to Hot Topic. Get yourself some SpongeBob laces, baby. Or some checkerboard. Yeah, you like uh, you like Invader Zim? Well, you do now. <laughs> All uh, right. Hey, hey, Marshall, what are you what are you drinking over there tonight? I'm drinking one of our uh, podcast favorites. Yeah, favorite of the pod. Yeah, uh, uh, by our our friends, the Miller Brothers. The Miller Brothers. Uh, I have a nice uh, tall 16 ounce Miller Light in nice. my hands and uh, partially in my tummy. Yeah, and what are you uh, drinking, Zick? Well, I, I, you know, uh, uh, well, I'm, your hand looks really small when you're holding that beer. Yeah, it's uh, it's big, it's green, and I'm drinking it. No, it's not the Hulk. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a crisp Heineken lager beer. Uh, and I know what you guys are thinking, Heineken, fuck that shit, perhaps with ribbon, but. Um, Marshall bought me this. Uh, that is week three of me being very <laughs> poor and relying on others to help through the pod. Just like you, listener. Thank you so much. It's okay to lean on people, Zach. Yeah. Just don't lean on me. Yeah. I've got back problems. <laughs> yeah, your spine <laughs> is fucked. Oh, man. Well, hey, cheers. Cheers, buddy. Week three in the new house. Uh, so happy to be drinking beer again. <laughs> 
Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you guys have guessed, this is a music discovery podcast where Marshall and I each week uh, take a selected theme and we cater a playlist of music around that theme. Uh, This week's theme is Circuit City Heist. Uh, Marshall, I'm super excited about this, but before we launch into our main segment, uh, I I think I got a little segment here. Uh, Oh, you prepared something? A little entree. Uh, before the main course, you know oh, what I'm okay, talking about? Okay. This uh, segment is called... The Price is Wrong, Bitch! All right, hit me with that calamari. <laughs> Man, that just really threw me for a loop there. I was like, oh, fuck, do we have calamari? <laughs> if we had calamari, we'd be drinking nicer beer, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm still going to be drinking the cheap shit till I die. Uh, but this segment, uh, uh, the, the price is wrong, bitch. I'm gonna give a uh, a list of products over to Marshall, and uh, these are from an actual Circuit City ad in, I believe, 1988 or 89. Um, uh, and so uh, Marshall's gonna have to guess the prices of these items, uh, mm-hmm. like a like a popular game show. And uh, uh, we should probably start at like a proper game show, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna need Marshall Brooke from Dallas, Texas to come on down. Me? Marshall, did you say? Oh, that's me! That's me! Oh, yeah! Oh, oh, my, God. oh my God! I've wanted to be on this show my whole fucking life! Why wasn't it me? Oh my God, fuck you, it's me! <laughs> well, Marshall, you seem very excited. All right. Yeah! I'm wearing a t shirt with my name and the prices right wrong, bitch, written on it. <laughs> I hope I get a rowing machine. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Mr. Brooke. Very good. All right. Our first item, uh, uh, name the price. It's uh, uh, Micro Acoustics 2AX 10-inch acoustic suspension speaker system with two dispersion tweeters. So two tweeters, uh, two 10-inch speakers. Uh, it's just one, one speaker. Oh, one but ten-inch speaker. It's one, uh, one, one, one speaker with two ten-inch tweeters. Yes. Okay. Huh. Does it come with an amp or anything? I assume nope. not. Just the speaker. Oh shit, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say forty-eight ninety-nine. Uh, that is going to be a hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Damn, because in my head I was like, I, I'd pay one hundred and fifty bucks for one of those right now. So yeah. I was like, no way, it's. Oh. Yeah, buck wild. God, b- boomers complain way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Shit hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next item on the on the docket. An ADC sound shaper. Uh, 110 micro bits, 10 band equalizer with tape monitors. It's new, huh? Yeah, it's brand this new, sir. This is not sir. off the second-hand market? This no, like... no, this is prime-time Circuit City. Circuit City. Oh, yeah. Where the streets are paved with bargains. <laughs> the road to El Circuit City. Yep. Um, I'm going to say that this one is uh, $89.99. Oh, I'm so sorry. It is a hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Okay, that's really similar to the other price. <laughs> I need to be putting a one in front of the numbers I'm using here. All right, Marshall. Last item is worth triple the points. Oh, I can win. 
this last item is an Onkyo TX7000 Super Servo Quartz Locked 90 Watt AM slash FM receiver. Marshall, what's your bid? $112.99. Oh, so close. It was $629. Ah. I thought, I thought, I thought that inflation happened. Do you recommend any, do you have anything to say about people's pets, uh, Mr. Uh, Bob Barker? Oh, yes. And don't forget to euthanize the old. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Ah. Oh, this is the best experience of my life. I've always wanted to be on this show. (laughs) Holy fuck. All right, and that was the price is wrong, bitch. Thank you, Adam. Uh, by the way, I, I you know before we launch into the main segment, I noticed that uh, Circuit City had like ads with Shrek in them, like Shrek Two, like a shitload of Shrek Circuit City ads. You and think I was that was like a deal, a hundred percent. But I, was well, I guess like, it had to be. For yeah, to use it. but like I was just like, like holy shit, not even Shrek could save Circuit City. And Shrek, I mean, Shrek was like a cultural phenomenon, dude. I feel like the only reason that people even think about Smash Mouth is because of Shrek. Like, These I know days, that. Yeah. yeah, I know they hate it or whatever, but like, <laughs> nah. That guy from Smash Mouth just hates everything, dude. Have you seen that video of, of, I think it's like, it's like him throwing sandwiches at people or whatever, or throwing eggs at people. Oh, really? Yeah. I just remember them showing up at the end of the movie rat race just to just to just to put things square just just so i don't get yelled at yeah uh, yeah 100 percent. it might also be that people were throwing bread and or eggs at him but i think it was the inverse okay i'll show we'll, we'll look it up after the show and i'll tweet yeah. if i was wrong yeah smash mouth winner of the 420 award um <laughs> all right circuit city heist uh before we launch into our uh, our main segment yeah, here yeah. uh marshall could you explain to the folks at home how this show normally goes so this week, as with every week, we're going to present uh, each of our playlists based around the theme. And as always, uh, uh, Zach is going to begin by listing all five of his songs in sequence while describing some sort of narrative uh, that those songs inspired. Uh, we will then follow up uh, when Zach shoots me in the head with a sawed-off shotgun and holds the microphone up to my corpse. Um, and I will list the five songs in my side. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm uh, locked and loaded. I'm yeah, ready no, to go. I know. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little nervous that you have the shotgun out this early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. But Zach, if you want to go ahead and kick it off, I'm really excited about this uh, this, this week's theme. All right. So, um, you know, Circuit City Heist. Uh, did a little bit of research on Circuit City and whatnot. Um, I was super impressed this morning on the way to work. You just started rattling off fucking trivia, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I just mentioned to Marshall, I was just like, I literally I like read the Wikipedia and then just gave out like, oh yeah, no, it started off as this store back in like 1949 and then they just slowly just started <laughs> like building it up more and more and then like, uh, uh, you know, and then I got to the whole like, oh, the reason they uh, uh, kind of fell apart was just like their competitors were being way better and then also uh, some of their locations were just in very like rough neighborhoods. A lot of them, yeah. yeah. And so it just kind of like dwindled from that. Uh, and even not even Shrek or the uh, the song by the cars, just what I needed, because uh, that's what I remember most about like Circuit City. I guess you're just, just what, what I needed. needed. But uh, uh, my tale, uh, a little genre wise, I would say like after writing this, I was like, this could be like a Netflix movie. 
Like that's like <laughs> kind of just middle of the line, like baseline sort of thing. Because they're also into the whole like uh, blockbuster thing where they like made an entire sitcom about blockbuster, which is just really fucked up. They made a sitcom about it. Oh, you didn't? You haven't seen this? It's really no. bad, but like it's pretty much. Um, uh, I mean, you know me just culturally deaf yeah it's like about the last blockbuster and i was just like man just talk about like tap dancing on the grave of your like competitor you know um sitcom because like i saw the documentary about the last blockbuster that was kind of interesting yeah sitcom about it yeah they made it sad man yeah no it's savage um and apparently it's really bad so uh, this kind of fits right into that sort of like motif uh but the uh first song on my playlist that really just starts off our uh our narrative here is uh, Circuit by oh. Marbles. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's dope. I love it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> So I, I really like that song. It is uh, it's just kind of like a fun synth pop sound to it. Uh, and I feel like it's a good intro for like something that is like a very electronic based, you know, yeah, so it's yeah, like, absolutely. so my idea is it's uh, it, we follow our protagonist named Gordo. Uh, <laughs> Gordo is the assistant manager of the uh, Circuit City. Right. And so through this song, we kind of just like. Uh, watch him as he does like a montage through going through all like you know the aisles and like everything and just saying hello to all the employees and everyone seems to like enjoy him like he's a welcome presence and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and so uh, he goes uh, just like sort of through his morning but he gets called into the manager's office his manager Francis just like a real (laughs) fucking asshole right and so he calls him in and he gives him a little like chat for a second and then he tells him he's fired uh and so uh the, uh, like he gives francis like, he gives like gordo this like this sort of like bullshit reason why he's firing him you know uh-huh. but it, it, it but he's like so like so much of an asshole that he really wants to tell him why he's actually firing him and he's like no you're you're too good here like you're too good at your job and I know that you're going to try and take my position here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so he fires him, you know, in, in fear of that. For so, being a coward. Yeah. So, like, pretty much, uh, like, while he's, like, being fired, he keeps looking over to this, like, prized possession of, like, uh, that is owned by uh, Francis. It is a video game cartridge of the game uh, uh, Pong. But uh-huh. there was a misprint on the label. So the P is flipped upside down. So it looks like Bong. <laughs> that's dope yeah <laughs> so like uh, pretty much it's like a very rare thing like you know he he always talks about how it's like you know like this is the only one it's worth like you know x amount of dollars uh-huh. you know blah 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 and so like uh i uh, gordo like you know obviously leaves and his buddy and co-worker chubbs uh joins him at the bar right <laughs> chubbs yeah and chubbs so and gordo yeah <laughs> <laughs> Excellent wordplay. Yeah, and then like uh, Chubbs, he works in like the like kitchen appliances. Uh, I don't know why I wrote that down because it doesn't really come up later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, in this movie or story, he needs a place, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) So like him and Gordo, like you know, uh, uh, go out for drinks and they just talk about how much they fucking hate Francis. 
and how he's just like, like, oh god, someone's got a T-shirt guy election. Uh, like, oh, we should steal his like fucking uh, uh, his copy of uh, the the bong pong. So he's like, oh, we gotta get a team together, which launches into my next song, Goon Squad by Charlie Steinman. Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay, that is some fucking, that is some gathering up your crew music, if I've right, ever heard it, right, bro. Right. <laughs> like, I, I literally wrote, first thing I wrote down, I was like, this is the classic heist sound. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, this is this is the song you put in a fucking heist movie. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's just, uh, and I think what defines that, in a way, is the fast pace, or uh, the fast drums, and the big horns. Uh-huh. Like, both of those things, I feel like, are very, like, essential to, like, that sort of, like, it's it's weird because it's like I, I feel like you have to both be very big and flashy, but then also kind of muted because you're being sneaky in a heist, mm-hmm. right? That's why it's like uh, kind of like that big band jazz sound, or like, and there's other types of music that like really like kind of can accentuate those scenes. But I think it's a lot of like really fast paced stuff because it's like, oh my god, you have so much anxiety, you're doing something like illegal or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, just high stakes stuff. But then you kind of have to keep that surface level so it's like you know the drums will you know come in with fills and other stuff like that but most throughout most of the song it's just pretty like you know fast paced but like softened uh there's just uh, a lot of dynamics yeah you know, like, during during the song I, I definitely just like got the visual image of just like of just like it does that little solo and then there's like the fill yeah and uh, uh during the little solo it's like the transition and then that fill hits and yeah. it like freeze frames on one of the characters of the heist exactly and it says like danny bobby you know the driver you yeah. know <laughs> You know, it's like, it's so perfect for that, where it's like, literally, as I was listening to it, in my head, I was like, visualizing heist characters. Right, exactly. It was dope. I I think it sounds exactly like a 1970s cop show that only your dad knows about. (laughs) You know, like something where it's like, oh, yeah, this is great. It's on, you know, freaking TV land now. Oh, dope. You know, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no. So uh, I, I found this song uh, on a compilation called Crime Time because that's what I typed <laughs> in to, uh, to Crime Time. I, I typed in Crime Time into Spotify, and the, there is a song on this compilation called Crime Time, and the the whole compilation itself is called Crime Time. But literally, that is like a beautiful heist playlist, like sort of things. <laughs> One thing I did notice is there's a few uh, songs in there that I've heard in television shows, oh, uh, yeah. specifically. Um, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like there's like a song that is like uh, used in the uh, episode, like the gang cleans up the city or mm-hmm. something like that, um, where like Charlie pretends to be Serpico. <laughs> um, but yeah, so in terms of like narrative, this is like the the moment where they get their team together, the Goon Squad. Obviously, Gordo already has uh, you know Chubbs on his team. Uh, the next person he recruits uh, uh, is Samson, and Samson. <laughs> is the oldest salesman in the store. He's been working there for years, so he knows every inch of the building. Uh, and he fucking hates Francis. Uh, the reason he hates Francis is because he made him work on the day of his daughter's wedding that Francis crashed. So he just showed up the next day with a bunch of pictures from the fucking wedding. Like, uh, You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding with pictures of the service. <laughs> That was such a bad fucking impression. <laughs> 
Leaving it in. <laughs> the uh, things I do for you people. <laughs> but yeah, so so uh, you know, he he really fucking hates Francis. The next person uh, that uh, he recruits is Marge from the warehouse. Uh, and it, so the uh, the reason why they kind of recruit Marge is that they're like, oh, if she moves pallets in front of the security cameras that we're going to pass by, it's going to seem like, oh, you know, like regular working stuff. It's just like warehouse stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, so Marge is forklift certified. Yes, cool. of course. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I had to get my Marge lore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she's also and she's also the only uh, person who's strong enough to lift the, the dock bay door oh okay. yeah <laughs> so uh and and she hates uh uh she hates francis because she ate uh he ate her euro out of the, uh, out, of the fridge. out of the fridge <laughs> and that's it that's, that's my shawarma <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, i respect that yeah. i respect i respect you marge uh lastly the last member of this this crew is uh rob the nintendo robot um because <laughs> this happens in like uh like october of uh, 1985 in circuit city and that's around the time that rob the robot came out <laughs> and uh chubbs uh, uh since he's kind of like the nerdy one a little bit like uh he like tricks out rob so that he puts him on like a little remote control car <laughs> so he can like move and shit like that <laughs> that rules dude but they're building him as the perfect distraction <laughs> the the night of this heist that they plan to do uh is uh during a sale at circuit city called midnight madness which i did look up and it, it was an actual commercial for midnight madness at circuit city uh, that sounds so miserable dude. oh yeah no it's like it's kind of like a reverse black friday in a way but it's like it, i think they close at midnight so it's like right before all the stuff is like show up when we show should be closed and yeah. trample our employees. <laughs> Midnight Madness, baby. Midnight Madness. Uh, and so uh, uh, that's the night of the heist. And the, <laughs> the entire backdrop of the heist is set to the song Code 1031 by Karma Fields. Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, first, yeah, the first thing I wrote down for this is this beat is so sick, I'd pay for it to go to Disney World. <laughs> Dude, that, that's fucking dope. Yeah, I, uh, also, the song title, uh, 1031 is, or Code 1031 is actually, uh, crime in progress in, like, oh, police nice. code. So, so it's like, like, the police chatter and the sirens yeah, and shit. Yeah, so I'm like, like, oh, that's exactly what this is, you know? And so, pretty much what happens is, uh, oh, oh. And one thing I really love about this song is how it starts off with all this like police scanner, police chatter stuff. And then like the uh, the um, the samples that they use are just kind of like very eerie and kind of like upsetting in a way. You know, it's it's kind of like, uh, oh, like one of them says, oh, we would never like we're not here to scare your children or something like that. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, he's being belligerent. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, it's just like really building and building in the with that fucking bass drop. It's oh, like, it's so good. So pretty much the heist begins and Marge does her job. She moves all the pallets, right? 
in front of the security cameras mm-hmm. and she opens the dock bay door uh, to let in Gordo. Oh, yeah, because he's not allowed on premises, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's not allowed on premise, so he sneaks in, right? And at that time, Samson gets over the uh, intercom system and makes an announcement that a child in a yellow hat and backpack is lost inside the store. We are not here to scare your children. (laughs) (laughs) So that pretty much makes the security guard uh, get up and leave his post, right? Mm -hmm. So he's looking for this kid, and he sees the yellow hat and backpack uh, but we know <laughs> that it's Rob, the Nintendo robot. <laughs> oh, Rob. Creating this distraction, right? And so uh, uh, Samson uh, walks past after making that announcement, getting away the security uh, uh, guard. Samson then walks past uh, uh, Francis's office and he makes like this like loud over the like the top talking to somebody, you know, to say a specific thing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just so it could be an earshot. And he's talking about how the, the all the women who work at Deb's are in the kitchen appliances and they're buying microwaves, which I wrote in code for low standards <laughs> <laughs> just like the way he says it like they're all buying microwaves uh so francis like leaves his office in a hurry and he heads to the kitchen appliances but like no one is there so it goes back around to his office uh um to find that the bong pong is missing oh my god so he immediately rushes back out and as he rushes back out he bumps into gordo who's like in a disguise but like the marvel like disguise where it's just a baseball cap glasses and the backpack yeah you know and maybe so, he's got a collar popped yeah so he bumps into him knocks off the sunglasses and he's like oh my god it's you and then like he realizes oh my god he stole the bong pong so he immediately starts like chasing after him and then also radios the security guard to like be there at the front you know so like pretty much he's chasing after gordo but gordo's a little bit faster and is able to like lose him for a second and he accidentally runs into rob the nintendo robot and he's just like he knocks him over and they like thinking that it's an actual kid he like knocks him over and like puts him back up he's like you're okay oh Oh, okay. Oh, you're, 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 you're Rob. Yeah. And so, so we then smash cut to like him looking at the, the front of the doors. He's about to run out, but then, oh no, red and blue lights flashing up front. Right. Oh God. Yeah. Cops are here. Right. So they grab Gordo, they put him back in, you know, uh, Francis's office and Francis is just like yelling about like, oh no, he stole like the most important thing to me and blah, blah, blah. And like, they're like, okay, explain it. It's like, it's a video game. And they're all like, kind of like rolling their eyes cause it's the eighties. And uh-huh. like, also it's a fucking video game. Apparently. And also, also, uh, literally that's a civil matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess he stole it. So yeah, but it's like, but it's not like inventory of the store, right? You know? right. So, like, he so, didn't rob a circuit city; he robbed Francis. Yeah, and so they're just like, okay, like so they check him, like you know, they pat him down, and Gordon doesn't have it on him, right? They like check his oh. backpack and all this other stuff, and they're like, well, did you before accusing this guy? Did you like look around for it? He's like, yeah. Oh, you know, people in this country are innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, that was all in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, no, I didn't check for it because i know he stole it and then like he's like oh is that it and then he looks over and like whatever shelf it was on it just got knocked over <laughs> and so it's just there like it's on you know oh my god this is part of the ice yeah and so he's just like oh i guess that is here and then so like the <laughs> cop is like 
so nothing happened, you know, <laughs> and and literally and, and Gordo's like, oh, is it cool if I go? And they're like, yeah, you're yeah. fine. You know, so Gordo leaves and he goes and joins the rest of the gang back at, uh, you know, the 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 pub or whatever. And they're drinking and they're and when he shows up, all of them look super sad, like the heist didn't go off. And that's when he was like, why are you guys sad? And they're like, oh, you didn't get the bong pong. And he's like, oh, I got something better. And he opens the backpack of the robot and he just shows all this wads of cash. <laughs> he actually robbed the Circuit City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a Circuit City heist. <laughs> he was like, I thought about getting the bong pong. And then I was like, what about cold hot yeah. cash? And there's the twist, which brings me into my next song. <laughs> twist by Joe T. Johnson. Ah. Uh, I like this song a lot, especially like the chorus. I feel like it just kind of like has that like wall of sound, um, mm-hmm. you know, sort of thing where it's just everything is like just mixed in a way that it all just kind of hits you all at once, uh, mm-hmm. which I like a lot. It's funny. I wrote this line down and I know we're only at like, you know, less than 20 episodes, but I was like, <gasps> fuck, did I already use this before? But I feel like the song is like surfing on Oxy where it's just like, oh, man, you're I just think you've used that before. It's just like, man, you are super fucking chill. Just surfing. Like, even if you fucking wipe out, who gives a shit? Yeah. I'm just thinking, we do a lot of drug metaphors, but I don't think you've done surfing on blank yet. Yeah. Because the only time we've talked about surfing, I think, was the surfing bird. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I got <laughs> way too caught up in that part of it. Uh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, also, I just really love the idea of, like, uh, um, a, a modern song saying, everybody do the twist, which is the Chubby Checker uh, song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. Let's do the twist. You know, it's, it's funny finding a song that's like, you know, pretty recent. That's just like, everybody do the twist. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it like that. Yeah. So Gordo explains the whole situation of like how he pulled this off. Yeah. How did and, he get the money? Yeah. So what he realized is he got there and then he was like, oh, if I steal this, he's going to know it's gone. Right. But if he thinks I stole it that's going to blind him to everything else, right? Mm-hmm. So he puts the thing lower, like like it got knocked off, right? And then he it takes a gamble and says, Francis didn't change the codes for like the safe. <laughs> and so literally he just grabs all the money in the safe, which, you know, uh, from that night, like they like uh, accumulated a fair bit of money. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, during its prime, they made $1.6 billion. <laughs> You also did research. <laughs> I read the same Wikipedia article you did. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, pretty much, and and this leads them to the question, like, all right, well, now we have this money, like, wh- what do you want to do with it? So he starts his own store. Oh. Best Buy. Oh, oh Best <laughs> Is Gordo the name of the founder of Best Buy? No, I have no okay, idea. Okay, I was like, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I did do some research on on Best Buy, and Best Buy used to be called Sound of Music, and they would have all these different, like, uh, they had like different stores, but one of their fucking stores got ripped to shreds by a tornado, and then they ran a sale called Best Buy, 
like you know it's just like ah oh, best buy you know it's like hey we we got to get rid of all this shit it's like used and like you know damaged or something mm-hmm. like that and so that apparently did more profits for them in the last than the last three months <laughs> So they changed the name to Best Buy. Well, that's fine because Sound of Music is not a great name. Yeah, it's a good, it's, it's an alright film. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah, no, I, no. I think that's like my dad's favorite movie for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's good. Really, to know. Like, I think it's because uh, when he grew up, they had three channels on TV. And oh, that was sure. one of the movies they would play, like that and The Wizard of Oz, and yeah, you know. So my last song is Best Buy by Patrick Collins. Four years gone, it don't have a lock yawn And you're working at the best part Let feet break and you're chewing your mistakes But you're gonna get So Patrick Collins from, uh, you know, All I Gather uh, he's like a, <laughs> uh, a New York based artist. He does a lot of like uh, folksy country stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know. This song specifically is very folksy country. I can, yeah. without a doubt, say it's the best song titled Best Buy that I found today. <laughs> I love I I love that vibe, that sentiment, because I know I know what it's like to do a keyword search because you have the perfect title for the perfect song that you have to include in your playlist. Right. For like for like for the for the cherry on top. You need a yes. song just with this title. Yeah. And then it's like so many SoundCloud rappers you have to dig through before you get to <laughs> Marshall, it was insane. I would say three hours of my day was SoundCloud rappers. Oh, that's why you were so pissed off at fucking work today. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, you remember when I stabbed Sharon? <laughs> oh, I like Sharon. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I... Uh, <laughs> that was so dark. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'll continue. Uh, but I like the slide guitar, Marshall. I like the slide guitar in this one a yeah. lot. And then uh, I also just uh, I also just like the overall sound of his voice. That was the thing. I really, the whole song was a vibe. I was not expecting such a, like, twangy song for Best Buy. Yeah. Um, but once he started singing, I was just like, oh, this man's got some stuff to say. Yeah, it sounds, and I also, like, listening to it, I was like, oh, this sounds like a really good credit sequence. You like, know, scene like, into the credits. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so like, uh, but also, uh, the, like the, the, the cover of the single is just a Best Buy with the, the, the Best Buy thing taken off. Uh, I looked over at your phone yeah. and I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say give him a follow. He's had a few things come out, but, uh, and I really like that song. I'm definitely going to like check his other stuff out, especially cause I feel like with that type of vibe, that sort of like folks, uh, folksy country ish vibe, like it's really dependent on the singer. If I like you know their voice you know Uh what i'm saying like absolutely at at that point it's like i'm really mostly listening for the singing Mm -hmm. because it's like lyrics for me are kind of like uh like in the back burner in that type of music they have to have like a really great voice or also the lyrics have to cut through in such a way that i pay attention to them well like country is interesting in the same way as blues Um, yeah and i think that when you're talking about like the voice being so important Mm -hmm. it's 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 um an interesting parallel because it's like it's like the really great voices in like country and blues and even folk yeah um they don't have to be the best 
at like actually singing properly. Mm-hmm. It's about having a good voice for like the the emotion that you're conveying through the music. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Because it's like it's like in, in like pop music and stuff, you need to sing well and you need to sing on key. Except that everyone auto tunes everything now. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, that's even out of pop music though. But yeah. it's just like with like country and blues and and in folk, it's 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 all about just like the conveying of the idea and the emotion. And if mm-hmm. you can do that well, because like country music, it's all singing with like with like a a little bit of a drawl, right? Yeah. And 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 it's like it's not emphasizing that you're singing in key. Mm-hmm. It's emphasizing like other points, and, yeah. and so that's just an interesting thing about those music types uh, that I agree with. The singing is super important, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily about hitting the note pitch perfect. Right, exactly. It just has to hit my ear right. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the final you know uh, following action here is that Gordo has now hired all of the people who are on the heist team to be a part of Best Buy. And, you know, and now he's like the owner of Best Buy. Uh, Francis, unfortunately, was fired after they found out that all that money went missing. <laughs> uh, and now he lives in a cardboard box outside of the Best Buy that uh, Gordo now owns. Uh, and thus ends the tale of the Circuit City heist. Well, at least mine. Marshall, I'm very intrigued to hear yours because we've been talking about it a lot today. And you keep hyping me up on how stupid it is. And I'm, I'm so excited. I, I hope I'm not overhyping how fucking dumb this is. So this playlist is pretty <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, um, but I guess uh, I, I, I can kind of just dive in. Yeah, no, I'm excited to hear it. Hollywood these days is obsessed with remaking old concepts or launching into origin stories for played out characters. And that is exactly what was done in today's feature film. The Fast and the Furious, colon, Redux, colon, Circuit City Heist. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, Vinny D's. (laughs) This is uh, Vin Diesel's character, Dominic. This is his origin story. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Does he have hair? No. Okay, cool. He he looks the same age as he does now, which is the same age he looked when they shot the first one. Um, Okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. It's all the same. (laughs) I mean, I've only seen snippets of any of the movies, but from what I can tell, it's all the same. Yeah, I saw saw snippets of Tokyo Drift one time when I was, like, really high on acid in a hotel room. It was a lot, huh? (laughs) Honestly, not that bad, but we did change it over the channel to uh, the Strongman competition. And that was okay? That was a lot better, yeah. Interesting. Man, Interesting. You ever just watch a bunch of beefcakes? Just, you know, they, they're strong boys. Yeah, but in like a different mental state, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, you know. The song that kind of sets the vibe to the opening of this movie mm-hmm. is uh, Fact 67 by the Brian Jonestown Massacre. And uh, we actually listened to this a couple times going to work this week. And oh, you didn't hell even yeah. fucking know. Yeah. Uh, so for me, this track kind of embodies uh, the, sort of that feeling of like uh, not knowing what's ahead, but you're like kind of putting stuff together. Sure. You know what I mean? It's got like a driving beat forward, but all of these different like the. the 
I don't want to call them disjointed parts, but like mm. like all of the different like lead lines and everything else that comes in just kind of inject a whole like kind of different vibe to it. It's got like wispy kind of high vocals. Yeah. Well, um, what I like about the segment you played was that uh, that guitar riff, uh, just because it makes it sound like a Western in a right? way. And none of the song is Western except for that riff, but that riff brings you right into yeah. just feeling like you're in, 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 in fucking Texas in the 1800s. Bro. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> like... the back the back beat reminds me of like that SpongeBob episode with the with the jellyfish where he <laughs> yeah. he has to make a whole yeah. song yeah. like to lure them out of his house and it starts with Gary just like uh clicking his eyes together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh and so I was just like, "Oh, like that's so interesting that they would put that type of riff on top of that." And yeah, yeah I, I do remember us listening to the song <laughs> multiple times going into work cuz I also thought, "Man, Brian Jonestown Massacre is just such a fucking great name." Like Dude, <laughs> Have you listened to them before? No, 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 no. Uh, a few years ago they were really heavy in my rotation. Oh, um, really? Um, I, like all of their albums, like mm-hmm. like all of them. Um they've been making music since the 90s and I'm pretty sure they still are. Oh fuck yeah! Um, and and they just do like this weird psychedelic, like like I mean I mean you heard that, mm-hmm. you know? And, and no yeah. two songs sound alike. They're really interesting. But like the leads, and I put the leads here. But really, if we're being honest, all of it is just soaked in like this 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 crazy reverb, which to me gives kind of like the sense of foreboding because mm-hmm. it's just like nothing's quite just like dissipating, and it's all kind of like building on itself before it fades out. Right. Um, and then like you said, the lead riff has that like totally western feel to it that the second it comes in you're in the wild west you're yeah. standing outside the saloon right yeah because i was just like immediately <laughs> well even even uh the the foreboding and sort of like uh uh sort of wanderer vibe that you described earlier it's like oh yeah that is like a western lifestyle as well right. you know and and so for me it was kind of like this song is is while not the standard heist song to mm-hmm. me it was like perfect for getting that idea of like you're you're starting to, to to get ready to get your crew together to do like this lawless wild west kind of stuff. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean. Well, I think I think what it does, uh, what it accurately does, is set the tone for what you're like going for with the rest of right, this, right. this playlist and and this narrative. Um, so this movie opens up with our lead, who is Dominic, the same lead from the rest of the movies, and he's right. played by Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, and he's shooting pool at a bar, and the guy <laughs> he's playing against is his oldest childhood friend, Ronnie. Oh, man, um, I was going to guess Ricky. Oh, Ricky, you were close. <laughs> and so Ronnie is playing pool with him at this bar, but Ronnie also happens to be wearing his full cop uniform while they play billiards. Oh, wow. He's fully, fully copped, copped out playing yeah, billiards. Yeah, he just billiards. got off work or... Uh, no, I think he just likes it. Um... <laughs> Most cops have a fetish of being a cop. <laughs> and so Dominic uh, uh, shoots the eight ball for the win. Yeah. Uh, but then we watch as the cue ball just scratches and goes right in the pocket and Dom loses. Uh, uh, even no. though he, he has sunk way more balls this game than Ronnie. Yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, uh, so uh, Ronnie slaps him in the arm. Ha! Next round's on you, Vin Diesel. Or, uh, I mean, Dominic. Uh, and so Dom, you know, walks over to the bar. Um, Who directed this? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> It's another Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, I guess that's um, true. <laughs> so Dominic walks over to the bar, and while he's walking to the bar, mm-hmm. uh, his phone buzzes. Oh, no. And there's a text from Brian. Oh, shit. Uh, Brian is also in all of the other Fast and Furious movies, but in this one, as opposed to the other one, he's played by uh, he's played by AI Paul Walker. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Man, technology. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't it impressive? Yeah, very much so. 
And you can see that it's him in the portrait. And it's a little contact portrait on the phone. Uh-huh. Um, and the message contains no text, um, but he opens it, and it's a picture of the back of house at Circuit City. And they're unloading just, like, pallet after pallet after pallet of Bluetooth headsets. Oh, shit. And then there's, like, a ka-ching sound effect. Ka-ching! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Vin Diesel gets little dollar signs on the pupils of his eyes. <laughs> um, and, and then he uh, orders the beers and takes them back to Ronnie. <laughs> um, and they start playing their game of pool. Um, but you can just tell... That, that Dominic's distracted now. He's thinking. He's sure, putting yeah. stuff together. Yeah. You know? Uh, he's assembling the crew because they're going to rob Circuit City. <laughs> How can we not talk about Circuit City when Circuit City's all we got? <laughs> um, and so that brings us to our next song. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the surface, he looks... The music, the moment, you want it, you better never let it go. <laughs> That's right, uh, Lose Yourself by Eminem. And there, and there it is, there it is. And, and the daylight... And all the all the all the brightness and oh there there it so is, folks. This one's a little different from other heist movies because Dom kind of already has his crew, right? Yeah, and sure. And so and so Dom has like assembled his crew back at the garage. Yeah. Um, but when this song comes in, they're like starting to plan the heist. He doesn't right. need to get the people; he just needs to get the people on board. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, and and as he's starting to go over the plan, uh, there's there's some doubts about the plan, but you know they're working together because they're gonna figure out how to do the perfect heist on this circuit city yeah and so i've never seen the movie and so while i named the characters based off the imdb page mm-hmm. uh i i, I kind of gave them their own roles because it didn't say what their roles were right sure um um so so dom uh he's like the smooth talker but he can switch to muscle at a moment's notice right sure sure and then there's brian uh you know ai paul walker um and he's known around the shop as the car guy yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would think that all of them are the car guy. He's known around the shop as the car guy. <laughs> but next on the crew, we've got Letty, and she's played by Michelle Rodriguez. And she's known to be a super solid car guy. Also, part of the crew is Toretta, played by Jordana Brewster. One hell of a car guy, car guy this one. <laughs> And lastly, but not leastly, we have Johnny, played by Rick Yoon. Johnny is known for his incredible baked goods that boost heist morale, but also is a hell of a good driver. Also, a car guy. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) And so as Dom starts to fill them in on the plan, uh, the car guys start to vocalize some dissent. It's too dangerous, says Toretta. How will we fit the car in a truck, emphasized Johnny. (laughs) Dom cuts off the next naysayer. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) And the room is dead silent. Yeah, of course. As one by one, they nod their heads in affirmation. Oh, jeez. And then they put their hands in the middle and they stack them, and on three, they all in unison shout, car crime! Car crime. The heist is less than 24 hours away. uh, Marshall, so he just (laughs) 
So he just randomly starts singing Eminem in front of them, yeah. and then they all agree, right? Yeah. I literally, yeah. I literally yesterday <laughs> watched a public freakout video where a guy was singing Eminem's "I'm Not Afraid" in an airport. I saw that. I saw that. So, and like, literally, literally, this is the inverse. This is what that guy wanted. Like yeah, this guy, this yeah. guy literally wanted. You described that man's fantasy where he sings an Eminem song and all of them come together as one. That's why I just really wanted to be like, this is so weird. I saw that video and I did not even make like any sort of, of, of mental connection there. But it was I, the only I thing it. I saw. <laughs> I saw. I saw. In a way, I saw him watch Fast and the Furious Redux Circuit City Heist. And be like, that's how you get the people going by singing M and M. Zach, I need you to, <laughs> I need you to just know just how many times I don't know the specific number, but just be aware of the fact of just like how many times I listened to the fucking Lose Yourself by Eminem at work today, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, unless you're me in two thousand and one, that's not a good time. <laughs> the music, the moment you want it. There's one time my brother, I forget why, but he was like, hey, Zach, can you listen to the song and then tell me all the lyrics? Because it was like, it was the days of like, oh, we had the internet to where we could listen to like a fucking song, but we did not have the resources to look up the lyrics to it. And so I just had to sit and listen to that song and transcribe the lyrics for my older brother. You should have, you should you should have uh, gone and posted a review on RateMyMusic.com, Zach. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, that's that's what I'm doing after this. So, um, my next song is Crime Wave by Crystal Castles. Oh, fuck yeah. This song's dope. Yeah, no. Very uh, beep boopy. I like very it. Very beep boopy. I mean, Crystal Castles is a whole very beep boopy. Yeah. Uh, they're a beep boopy band. Yeah. <laughs> they got that triple B action. Beep boop um, boop beep. <laughs> but uh, uh, this song, I, I, I felt like really embodied this next scene because it does such a good job of just like... I don't know, like like crime wave, you know, it's it's like that nineteen eighties like 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 hysteria about like we need to be tough on crime because the criminals are criming. Yeah, um, um, criminals do be criming. And so and so it's just kind of like a disjointed song where there's like all of these different parts that like they fit together because everything else is there, but like they're not they're not uh, necessarily like like fitting to the greater piece if that makes sense sure you know they do so much like modulation so much other stuff uh uh everything kind of just like fits together almost miraculously it feels like yeah um and that's one of the things i like about crystal castles is you're listening to it and you're listening to the samples and in the weird effects that they do and stuff and you're just like man if i tried to put that in a song it would sound like shit <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah 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 for sure <laughs> Um, and then also it's just kind of like, like that, that type of music to me, it's never, it never really strikes me as happy music. It's not specifically melancholy or sad or anything like that, but it's just like you listen to music like that and it's not like the happy kind of electronic music, you know what I mean? It's not like... Like a, a music about like bright lights and like and like oh, that's it that's all that those types of BBM songs are about. <laughs> <laughs> the lights are so bright. Um, so, so <laughs> stop taking ecstasy. <laughs> so uh, a crime wave by Crystal Castles is playing. Yeah, and uh, you see Ronnie reach to the radio in his squad car and turn it up. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he's looking at something in his lap, but we can't see what it is. And then there's a close-up of his face, and a single tear drips from his eye down his cheek. It drips off his chin, and we see it splash as it lands on the object that Ronnie has in his lap. Oh, no. We see his wallet's open. Oh. And you know how people keep like pictures of their family and their kids in their wallet? Is it Dom? It's just Dom. It's just Dom. There's so many pictures of Dom. I have a question. Is it pictures of Dom? Like, you know, okay, so, like, circa the 90s, like, you know, like, oh, here's a picture of my kids and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, like, one photo shoot. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, one photo uh, shoot at uh, uh, Macy's or JCPenney or some shit. Is it literally Dom Torello, like, uh, in all of these different like sort of like backdrops and other stuff like that 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 was how i first envisioned it but that is not what is in his wallet oh what is in his wallet (laughs) was it only fans his wallet is open and normally there would be pictures of a wife and kid we see pictures of vin diesel from all of his biggest cinematic franchises oh ronnie flips to the next picture showing dom in a costume for the chronicles of riddick oh yeah he doesn't have those eyes (laughs) damn it dom he yells I know you're planning something. Why can't you just be a good boy? Why can't you just be my good boy? (laughs) He begins to snot cry. Across the street, two guys in ski masks begin picking the lock on the old Navy. Ronnie doesn't even look up or stop crying. (laughs) Of course not, he's a cop. He just unloads his clip into both of them. (laughs) Of course, he's a cop. The screen fades to black. (laughs) A title appears. It says, Heist Day. <laughs> Do you want to talk about anything before we go to Heist Day? <laughs> Unless Heist Day is the name of the song, which would be a great name for a song. It's not. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I wrote the Heist Day words after I'd finalized the playlist. Yeah, that's fair. That it happens. Um, so my next song uh, is, is, is Stick Up by Grandson. Get down on the ground. It's a stick up. <laughs> you don't need to include that if you don't want to. Oh, you yeah, can no if worries. you do, though. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, uh, so I am aware of Grandson. Uh, I first uh, found out his music by his song, Oh No, which yep. I don't know if you, yep. yeah, uh, I was like, uh, and which is a great song. It was, it was funny because I heard that song and then like two weeks later I saw the newest Suicide Squad movie. Oh, uh, it was the, in that? Yeah, it's the uh, uh, closing uh, credit song for Suicide Squad, which, you know, a uh, solid movie. James Gunn did a great job with that. It but, was um, funny because this was an artist that when I picked the song, because I found it by keyword search. Yeah. Um, when I picked the song, I did not realize I knew the artist. Mm-hmm. And even when I first started listening to the song, I didn't realize I knew the artist. The second I heard his voice, I was yeah. like, oh, I know this guy. No, legit. Like when you I saw, said. I saw it in your eyes, bro. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> it, it, it was as soon as you said, stick it up by, uh, uh, by grandson. Like in my head, I was like. Wait, that sounds familiar. And then as soon as I heard his vocals, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." It's it's weird because he's kind like I I I really like Oliver Tree, and they're mm-hmm. kind 
of very similar in vocal sounds yeah. only because it's the cadence of their voice and also the effects that they put on it. Right. Because they, they go for that middle tone yep. where it's like really you uh, kind of just have that like circa like landline phone quality to your mm-hmm. voice, you know, and you're doing a lot of uh, uh, extended vowels and other stuff like that, which Oliver Tree also does mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Grandson is fucking dope. Yeah, and well, it's interesting too because it's like it's very poppy music in a general sense. Yeah, but when you're listening to it, you can hear like the heavy. Like it's got a lot of hip hop influence. It's got a lot of EDM influence. It's yeah. got a lot of rock influence. It's got yeah. like it's got a lot of different pieces that are putting together. Yeah, uh, and I, I just thought it was really cool, and it was funny because it was like the second I heard that chorus, I was like, "Ah, oh, no. this yeah. is the high song, bro." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so uh, 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 a montage, so like it's heist day, right? So like the title, the title fades and it mm. comes up and they're, they're in the garage and it's heist day. And there's a montage with this song playing and each member of the gang approaches a car and in unison, they step into a different car each. There's five cars. Yeah. Uh, they each put on a pair of sunglasses and then they peel out of the garage. <laughs> uh, the caravan weaves through traffic and they all hit this one puddle with this one guy uh, next to it and they all splash him with the water. Oh, no. And he gets super pissed. I, I he is super mad. It, 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 I have a question. Is it very... St- uh, sort of like a, does it time out where he goes ah for the first one and then the second one comes by he's like ah damn it and then the third one is exactly like, Come he, has, on! he has time to get progressively more angry between each uh, time he's splashed exactly okay. that okay gotcha um, um, and at the end he's raging and then he rips off his clothes to reveal that he's wearing a speedo and he just like swan dives into the puddle and disappears. Um, wow. Yeah, weird choices by this director, dude. Dude, I'm um, loving it, honestly, dude. <laughs> like. He's bringing an M and M. He's bringing. <laughs> hey Hollywood, remember I wrote this. Um, <laughs> we see the Circuit City on the horizon, mm-hmm. and the cars each park facing a different set of double doors. <laughs> Close up on Dom's face. Yeah, let's fucking do this. Nice. The cars plow through the glass doors. Slow motion glass twinkles in the air as the cars descend into the aisles of the store. Aisle three, aisle five, aisle seven. Then they hit a drift, spin around, boom! Dom lands with the trunk open towards back of house. (laughs) Three cars shoot past him, just straight into back of house. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And they all roll down their windows, uh, their front and rear driver's side windows. And they are reaching out of their driver's side windows and putting the boxes into the back of their cars. <laughs> After filling their cars as full as they can with that really terrible message, obviously like way more stuff stacked up on the driver's side and like the passenger side backseat of the car is almost empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once they have as many as they can fit in their rear window doing that, uh, they each grab one more box and hold it just in their hands outside the window. And then as they pull out of the back of house, they throw it into Dom's trunk and he slams it shut. <laughs> This is like a Game & Watch game. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, it's time for a clean getaway. But wait, what's that? 
five police cruisers at each of the five doors they busted down to get in here. Uh, I, uh, sorry, hold on. Clean getaway. And they drove their cars inside the store. They have not gotten out of their cars since yes. they got into their cars. Yes. Correct. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they drove their cars inside the store. Yes. <laughs> sorry, I just wanted... I, I just want Thank one... you for clarifying that before we get into this next section. <laughs> no, 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 but I just really... I mean, uh, bravo to you, my friend. <laughs> it's a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, they have of course. to be driving during the heist. Of course, but hilarious. <laughs> just genius. For one character to say, let's make a clean exit. And then I just imagine a fucking wide shot where it's just a bunch like just knocked over fucking shells. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, just carnage shit everywhere. You know, like yeah. everything's fucking broken. Like the, Absolutely. the alarms are going off because why wouldn't they There's be? There's water spraying because they hit everywhere. something that would cause water everywhere. to spray because they're yeah. in cars inside a store. <laughs> I'm glad, yes, they, no, no, thank you for, for bringing that, 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 like, level of detail and attention to this. Uh, cause... No, I just saw it fully formed <laughs> and I was just like, Jesus, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> when I had that thought today, dude, I literally <laughs> laughed at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so they see these five cop cars, right? The one in each door that they had busted down to drive into this building. Huge Circuit City, by the way. Five double doors. Yeah. Um, then begins the high-speed chase. Cars are all over the store, kicking microchips and paper clips in the air as they tear through the aisles. <laughs> the camera cuts to a speedometer showing 120 miles per hour as Dom hits a hard turn and ends up in the computer monitor section. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, behind him, a cop pulls, uh, or a cop hits Letty with a pit maneuver, and both cars careen into a bunch of printers, resulting in a violent explosion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, uh, Dominic looks in his mirrors and he sees two of his uh, other uh, compatriots' cars, and they've been pulled over by the cops. Oh, uh, one of them by the ink toner, and the other one by the ball point pins mm-hmm. <laughs> uh dom starts uh dom starts to rev he sees a clear shot to the exit uh-huh. and then a cruiser pulls in front of him it through the windshield we can see that it's ronnie oh fuck it's ronnie it's fucking ronnie is ronnie crying back to black by amy winehouse starts playing <laughs> god i love this song god damn you i love this song Back to Black by Amy Winehouse starts playing. Both slowly remove their glasses from their driver's seats. Ronnie sees his best friend and unbuckles his seatbelt. Is it Ronnie and Dommy? Sorry, keep going. It's Ronnie and Dominic. Or Dom. Yeah. No one calls him Dommy. You Dommy. dummy. Dommy, though. <laughs> it's just Ronnie and Dommy. They're two boys. That's what they were called as kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, um... Ronnie holds up his badge as he vacates the vehicle. Dom, don't make me do this. Oh, no. Don't Come make on, him. man. Come on, man. He loves you. He's got pictures of you in, your, in his wallet. Dom remains behind the wheel. Oh, no. He's thinking hard. You can see him, you can see him thinking hard. The gears, uh, maybe, maybe they cut to where you could see the inside of his head. And yeah, like one thing I will turning. say about Vin Diesel, he's great about minimalism on his face. <laughs> Um, seeing his furrowed brow, Ronnie tries again. Come on, man. We can resolve this. Again, seeing that Dom hasn't moved, he slowly starts reaching for his sidearm. 
He starts raising it towards the vehicle. And at that moment, Dominic releases a bestial howl and accelerates. <laughs> Ronnie's eyes grow large for just a moment, but then the car hits him. Auga. And Ronnie explodes. Holy shit. Not like a fleshy meat explosion from uh, like District 9. He full on like Michael Bay Transformer 3 explodes. Whoa, whoa. So <laughs> Vin Diesel just kills his friend? Just drives right through him. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. God, um, crime guys. Don't do it. <laughs> Uh, Dom's car careens out the other side of the wall of flames. He does not look back. Oh, fuck. On the other side, once he exits the store, he sees AI Paul Walker's car, and they drive back to the shop. AI Paul Walker's character is named Brian, in case you forgot. Yeah, now I remember. Because um, it's got the AI in it. <laughs> they're talking to their, uh, they're talking to, to, to the guy they sell their stolen goods to, the fence. I think that's his name, the fence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they're talking to their mm-hmm. fence, and you know, it's, it's some old year when uh, Bluetooths are expensive. Yeah, sure. Uh, so even with like how much of them they didn't end up getting away with, uh, they got super rich. Nice. Super rich. He had like three boxes of Bluetooths, bro. <laughs> yeah, he could soup up so many goddamn Subarus. Super rich. Yeah. Um, and the movie ends with Vin Diesel in a bathtub full of Benjamins. He's wiping away his tears with cash. And he looks dead into the camera and he says, fucking worth it. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. And that is the Fast and Furious colon Redux colon Circuit City Heist. <laughs> Marshall, uh, I want to say it's not the most ludicrous uh, version of the franchise. <laughs> it's a little reined in from it, some of uh, the others. Yeah, it's a little reined in. I don't know if you saw Hobbs and Shaw, but, uh, you know, it was good. Thank you. Yeah, I think Thank it's I, I think it's worthy of the installment of a Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. You know? So if any of you uh, know some directors or producers of big wigs in Hollywood uh, who are involved with the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, if any of you guys have got Jason Statham on speed <laughs> dial. <laughs> I was choked on my beer. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, just you let just, me... you just can't say the name Jason Statham without me laughing is honestly what it kind of boils down to. Yeah, kind of ruined that name for you, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, I think we have one more segment left to go, and uh, uh, Marshall, uh, yeah, why, why do you bring him? What do you got here? What do you? What do you? The the dessert of this episode. <clears throat> what do we got, buddy? Founded in 1949 as Ward's Company. Circuit yeah. City has a rich and full history. The company was run by several highfalutin fellows, and today you, Zach, have Ooh. to tell me <clears throat> which of these executives are still kicking. Oh, fuck. So join us today on <clears throat> Dead Retail Chains and Their Dead Owners. <laughs> 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 love the name, love the name, all right. Uh, so the original company founder was uh, Samuel Wurzel, and he was uh, CEO of the company from 1949 to 1970. Okay. Wow, that's a good run. Yeah, I know, right? Man. Uh, so what do you think? Is uh, Samuel Wurzel uh, still kicking? Uh, I'm going to say he's dead as fuck. He's dead as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't 
say that for guarantee because he didn't have a blue link on his name in Wikipedia. Sure, you you can uh, DM him on Twitter. I, yeah, yeah. So so I'm just going to assume he he was already pretty old when he gave up the the CEO title because there's some old CEOs. You yeah, know what I'm, I'm gonna imagine if you started a company in 1949 that like you're not like uh, alive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Marshall. I I think it's more of like a if you a man starts a company if that like not in a man like of like respect or anything like that, but it just in terms of age. Like I, I know there's, there's okay. So a priest, a rabbi, <laughs> they start a company. Yeah, so I know there's like, like a setup for a bad joke. Yeah, I know uh, the, the 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 Shark Tank like Wunderkins, you know, <laughs> like but like I don't think any of that was happening in an era where people were dying in coal mines. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, 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 next guy, next our next guy. guy. Yeah, that's I'm 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 one for one so right now. Our next guy. Uh, Alan Wurzel, Samuel Wurzel's son. Okay. Uh, and and I think there may have been someone in the interim because Samuel did end his reign in 1970. Okay. And Alan Wurzel began his uh, uh, ruling of the kingdom in 1972. So there might have okay. been someone else in the two year gap. Yeah, sure, Couldn't sure. find it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, but he was there 1972 to 1986. Is Alan Wurzel alive? Uh, okay. So his dad starts his company 1949. Uh, I would say yeah, he's still alive. Correct. Fuck yeah. I even brought some interesting facts about Alan Wurzel. Yay. <laughs> he is currently a trustee of the Phillips Foundation. Oh, okay. He is currently a trustee of the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. Yeah. He currently lives in D.C. and probably lobbies or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about, that's what happens. Um, so <clears throat> the next CEO that we have of Circuit City is Richard Sharp. And okay. he was CEO from 1986 to the year 2000. Okay. Is Richard Sharp alive or dead? I'm going to say dead. Richard Sharp is dead. Yeah. You know yeah. why? Huh. <laughs> because it's Circuit City. He <laughs> <laughs> died with it. <laughs> yeah. I know he's not, I know he's not like... <laughs> There's must there must have been a tax like th- those were the good years or like like not the worst years but the two no, thousands no, the eighties in the eighties and the nineties were absolutely the good uh, it was one of during that time frame was when the one point six billion dollars in revenue uh, was that's where I put right. that number from was from yeah. those years because I imagine that would have been the good years for him and but uh, I imagine if he was retired and then just watching that company die that he would feel so like much like just like I mean it would have popped a blood vessel. You know, mm-hmm. in his head, he's like, "You fucking idiots! What are you doing?" Uh, that's why I assumed he was dead. Man, I'm really good yeah, at figuring out who's, who's dead. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I did write a trivia fact for him. Though it's not really a trivia fact. Uh, uh, I just put that he probably wanted out of electronics in the year 2000 because of Y2K. Oh yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't uh, even think about that. Yeah, he yeah. got out in 2000. You know, yeah. he was just like, "Oh, so much headache." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then during the 2000s, uh, between between uh, 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 Richard Sharp and like the current whoever the online CEO is who I did not sure, put on sure, this sure. list, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 there were three CEOs who were listed on Wikipedia but did not have blue links on their name. So I'm kind okay. of lumping them. We'll call them one, two, and three. Okay. Um, 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 tell me, one, two, and three each did are they still alive? Uh, as a conglomerate or no, no, individual? individually. Uh, uh. One is still alive, two is dead, 
three is still alive. Well, I don't fucking know, Zach, because they're all dead to me for abandoning this beautiful <laughs> company that has a beautiful heritage back in 1949. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's my bit. That's my segment. <laughs> That's dead companies and their dead owners. <laughs> well, Marshall... Uh, I'm I'm glad that we can always get heated before we uh, uh, segue out. I just like yelling. Yeah, I know. Uh, me too. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that last rant puts the forehead kiss on this episode to put it to bed. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you for being with us for all this crazy Circuit City heist bullshit. Uh, we really appreciate it. If uh, you could do us a huge solid and give us a follow on Twitter and and Instagram. That's where you can find out about new episodes. Also, follow our podcast on whatever whatever yeah. system you listen to it on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're listening to Spotify or uh, I, I Podbean or the the other ones, just you know, we're on Amazon. We're on Apple, Apple Music. Yeah. We're on, uh, we're on a bunch of them. Yeah. We're, Stitcher. Yeah, we're on all those. So give us a follow. That would really help us out a lot. Uh, you can also uh, send us uh, 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 suggestions for upcoming playlists or just even let us know the things we fucked up. You can email us uh, at eardrunk at gmail.com. Uh, also, if you guys could uh, rate uh, this episode and and share it with all your friends or people who you think would like to listen to us bullshit for a couple hours. Also, be sure to check out our uh, playlists. Those are going to be found in the description of this episode. Uh, you can also find a, a link to J.W. Francis's music. He's our boy. He's our boy. He made the song Lo-Fi off the album We Share Similar Joy uh, and lets us use that amazing song as the intro and outro of our podcast. We cannot thank him enough for uh, uh, doing all the stuff that he does. Uh, he's a great artist, guys. Check him out. Uh, his new album's called Dream House. It's got a great list of songs on it. Uh, you can check out his whole catalog. I love it a lot. I listen to it about once a week. Uh, but yeah, so that is the end of our episode. Uh, once again, cannot say it enough. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Zach Webb. And I'm AI Paul West. No. <laughs> AI Paul Walker? <clears throat> AI Paul Walker. And I'm AI Paul Walker. And have a kick ass day. <laughs> <laughs>